0: Welcome to episode 45 of RJ Bell's Dream Preview, MLB Edition. I'm your host, Taylor Ringgold, and my co-host Griffin Warner is right beside me, and we had ourselves a jam-packed weekend of games. Griff, unfortunately, we did go 0-2 in our best bets, and I'll start with mine. I'll talk about mine for a second. I really want to get off my chest because I wanted to talk about it, and I did preach about how Shamanaya... Might have a bounce-back start, and, and uh, Tyler, uh, Tony Gonsolin has 12 earned runs in his last three starts. Well, Gonsolin won five innings, allowed no earned runs, struck out six, and Shaw Manaya had one of his worst starts of the year. Four innings, 10 hits, eight earned runs, and I preached about how the lefties in this Dodger lineup have struggled this year in Lux and in uh, Muncie, Bellinger, and they just add another struggling left-handed hitter in Joey Gallo. And then Bellinger hits the a two-run double and legit smacks me in the mouth with whatever comments I said. So kind of a bad uh, and a rough best bet. I think this was m- maybe the hardest L I took this year. Just, I don't know. I, I had real confidence in Manaya And uh, I got maybe to a l- little more research into Minaya. And uh, it's kind of a rough series for the Padres in general, but we'll get into our series spotlights in a second. Talk about your best bet from Friday.
1: Yeah, so we both picked uh, games from our series spotlights. Uh, I took the Mets in the only game of the five-game series that they lost. Um, Taiwan Walker got hit pretty hard. Uh, I think the first time I saw the score, it was a lot to a little. So, um, But speaking of, I, I think the Mets made a really big statement this weekend, taking four out of five in that crazy series, sweeping both ends of a doubleheader. DeGrom was awesome today. Um, the Braves struck out 19 times. Um, and I, I mean, the, the Mets are now up six and a half games. So that's a pretty big deal. Um, with only two months to go, certainly, I guess we shouldn't call it over, but, um, that's a pretty big lead in the Mets. Uh, that's just look like a lineup that doesn't have the, the big power bats everywhere. But like, I love the at bats that Pete Alonso is putting out there. I mean, he's really great at gr- hitting ground balls off of the third base bag that somehow turns into a go. double and scores two runs. So <laughs> here we go. Um, here we go. kids. Know, when you, when the breaks are are coming, you know, you got to take them. Um, and it was a pretty impressive series big for the Mets, especially today. Jolie Rodriguez covering two and a third innings. So their bullpen was gassed. Like, I mean a lot of people are stepping up. You don't certainly don't want to peak on uh August seventh as we record for an August eighth episode, but um pretty big series, um, and uh one that deserved to be in the spotlight, I think. Yeah, in this game alone on
0: Sunday, DeGrom, Jolie Rodriguez, and Edwin Diaz, like you said before, combined for 19 strikeouts. That is the third time in Mets history that they recorded 19 strikeouts in a game. That is what you call domination, folks. The Mets dominated the entire series. They dominated in this final game. Max Scherzer was lights out on Saturday night against Max Fried. Hell of a matchup in the second game of the series, uh, the second double of the doubleheader on Saturday. So, uh, very entertaining stuff. This is the reason why Griff picked it. It was, you know, between my series and his series, either or, there would be extremely entertaining and, I think I give Griff the nod on that. Uh, my pick, Padres, Dodgers. I thought it would be a little bit more competitive going into it. Of course, you have the storylines. I love you, me. You know, I love storylines. You had Juan Soto's first time on the road against the LA Dodgers. A lot of things going through there. Uh, the pitching matchups weren't the best. Manaya got absolutely rocked, like I mentioned just a few minutes ago. Game two, Clevenger, his last three starts, 20 innings, only allowed three earned runs. And he left five and four and two thirds, two home runs. Heaney did okay. And the Dodgers won again. They won eight to three in that game. And then in game three, it's on right now. The Padres are down two nothing in the end of the fourth. Hugh Darvish for Tyler Anderson. Big contributing factor here griff is that soto two for six in the series uh nothing really to show for it so far maybe soto can wake up on sunday night baseball he's mic'd up different scenario who knows but uh the padres went out and got the guys that they needed to beat this team and they did not do it today they didn't do it i'm sorry not today but they didn't do it in this series so if they can salvage just one win out of this three game set that's uh That's important because the the division is dwindling. It is now a a 14-and-a-half game lead for the L.A. Dodgers. And if you're a Padres fan, I'd say maybe let's focus on the wild card, which definitely still has an opportunity to make make it as a wild card team. But it is also important that something could happen in the next six weeks or so where maybe the Padres could maybe cut the lead in half or even more. But uh, great series spotlights for both of us. Before we get into Wednesday's card, let me tell you a little bit about our excuse Monday's me,
1: card. card. Monday's Monday's March.
0: card. Yeah, yeah. I'm all over the place, Griff. I, I had a long weekend. I was covering the Yankees and Cardinals this weekend, so <sighs> didn't have much sleep. Before we get into Monday's card, thank you. What did I say?
1: Wednesday. 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 Wednesday you're already yeah. skipping two days of the work week which I I wish was the
0: case, but God, you know what? I think people might respect that. Like you don't know, get the weekend done cut it in half. Anyway, before we get into Monday's card, let me tell you about the Beat the NFL Hitman contest. The Hitman earned a profit of 52.65 NFL units last season. For this Beat the Hitman NFL contest, the contestant earns, who earns the most NFL units wins $500 cash. If the winner earns more than the Hitman did last year, then the contest winner gets an additional $500. That's a $1,000 cash prize. It's a lot of money, Griff. People need that nowadays. I know I do. I do. Enter enter today. It's free. Just go to pregame.com. Click on the contest to find the NFL Hitman contest. Do it now. All right, Griff. Let's talk about Mondays card the short card but we got some cool games
1: on tap let me know what's going on all right yes for monday the first day of the week uh enjoy everyone hope you're listening to this in your cubicles just staring outside at all the beautiful trees and things that you wish you're outside for but we live in a society where we have to go to work five days a week if you're got one AirPod in one ear because your boss is on the other side of you, I respect you so much and I know exactly how you feel. So let's get into this card. <laughs> Someone just vented. Someone <laughs> was just venting to the world. We're gonna Give start. us the card, baby. Let's go. I'm just I'm just setting the stage for everyone because I, I know, I mean, hit me on Twitter if you're if you're in the same shoes that I am. Uh Cincinnati comes into the Mets. Uh you know, the Mets line's den right now. The Mets are hot. Uh, and I want to say this is a former Mets farmhand, potentially. Correct. Is it Justin Dunn, right? That's correct. Yep. He, he is was... traded to uh, – go ahead. Tell me, how did he get to Cincinnati? Two trades, I think. He was – first of all, he was drafted,
0: 19 overall pick in the first round in 2016. He was then traded in 2018 with Jay Bruce. Jared Kalanick and Anthony Swarczak. And then this other guy, Batista to the Mariners for Edwin Diaz, Robinson Cano and $20 million. And then he was, uh, then traded to the Cincinnati Reds for Jake Fraley, Brandon Williamson, and a player to be named Connor Phillips to the Reds for Antonio Suarez and
1: Jesse Winker. That was this past offseason. season. Got it. So this is a, maybe a prized ish prospect. I think first round picks usually probably fall in that category. Um, and so, I don't know what to expect, Justin Dunn, really, but he's visiting uh, Chris Bassett, who's had a couple good starts in a row for the for the Mets, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, currently, Bassett's a minus two seventy five favorite, uh, over under's eight and a half, and that's because the Mets just had a huge series uh, plowed through the uh, fields of Atlanta, and you know, it's just one of those things where the Reds are not a very good team. They they somehow Blew a, a win and then still came back and beat the uh, the Brewers today, who are sinking like, a, like the Titanic right now, speaking of, but maybe we'll get to them later. Um, I don't really see a reason to back the Reds here. I feel like the Mets are just a team that I want to stay the heck away from until they start to cool off, and I don't know when that's going to happen. Look, the
0: the Reds had success against one New York team, the New York Yankees. I don't know if they're gonna have the same exact, exact success with the Mets. The Mets are riding high. I do have to give the Reds Reds some props. And I said this text to you, Griff. The Reds are now 41 and 41 since starting the year three and twenty-two. Their overall record is forty-four and sixty-three. Still a horrendous team, a horrendous record, but I do have to give them some props. They were, they were horrible to start the year and they've climbed their way back ish in the in the last 81 82 games they earned 500. So I, I think that's pretty cool for how bad they started this year. Um but nevertheless Justin Dunn got a little revenge game maybe. I don't see how much of a improvement he's going to make on this team. But I, I'd see Chris Bassett at minus 275
1: it's pretty large but makes a lot of sense very large um you know it's for all the for all the 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 messages and the love that we got for basically being a pittsburgh pirates and cincinnati reds podcast um we we knew this was coming the the reds are gonna finally have their day in the sunshine out of their cubicle next we'll go washington at chicago annaval sanchez at keegan thompson Keegan Thompson, a minus one seventy-one favorite. Yes, they are lying. The Cubs as a minus one seventy-one favorite. It is not a misprint, as far as I can see. Uh, um, wow, but you know, I guess that's what's going to happen with the Juan soto Nationals. Is they're essentially going to be priced like a AAA team, which is probably about their quality at this point. Um, is Nelly Cruz still there? Geez, give yes. him, send him a life jacket, get him out of there somewhere. Someone needs a boomstick because I did just eat a 24-inch hot dog the other night in his honor at uh, at the <laughs> Rangers' ballpark. Uh, maybe that's affecting my uh, ability to perform at this rate. But Keegan Thompson's been pretty good. He's had some pretty bad starts as well, I got to say. But when he's good, he's good. And the Nats shouldn't really uh, put up too much uh, or, or give him too many problems. I think I lean the Nats, though, because this price in the Cubs is ridiculous. The Rowan Wick as the closer. What? This
0: team's best hitter is Nelson Cruz. And he is 97 years old. Boomstick, I'm, baby. I'm surprised. Honestly, I'm surprised that Nelson didn't get traded. I thought he would get traded in the deadline. A nice power bat off the bench. Veteran hitter besides that. Keegan Thompson, I'd say, is a pitcher for Coast fans to, to – I'd lock on this kid because this kid's good. Uh, But, you know, you're right. His last few starts, he's been a little shaky. Uh, On July 14th against the Mets, five earned runs in four and a third innings and his most recent start against the St. Louis Cardinals, who just kicked the shit out of the Yankees. Uh, He went four and two thirds, five earned runs, two home runs, and a loss to the Cards. I can't ride anibal sanchez with the uh, north of adra i i understand that this is extremely high but this is anibal sanchez this is not anibal sanchez from 2007 so it's from 2022
1: i think i think he's a world series champion so you should watch you should watch your I mouth watch my but, mouth a little bit okay but but we got a little more time in this episode from a pretty short card so we can get into the uh the yankees uh current state uh a little bit later in the show i Next don't want we'll go, to well, we're, we're going there. Cause the okay. people, I, I got a bunch of DMs asking for Taylor's thoughts on the, on the the Yanks this weekend. So of we'll we get there. Do. Um. So next we'll go Pittsburgh at Arizona. Another, uh, I mean, Dizzy. if you have a date on Monday night, you got to cancel it for this game. Uh, Tyler B. <laughs> Tyler oh, B. Shit. I mean, yeah, you met on bumble or hinge, whatever. Um. She looks great. Nope, nope. No, cancel it to watch Tyler Beatty at Zach Gallen. Uh, looks like there's a number at DraftKings, so I'll shout it out. Zach Gallen minus 225 over under is eight. Um, that seems a little bit high to me, but, I mean, at this point, the way the Pittsburgh Pirates offense has, or there's no O in it, I think it's just defense at this point. Um, they, got, they got O'Neal Cruz, and that's it. I, I don't know what else is around him, really. Um, and he's getting a little bit hot lately. What, so, Michael Chavis, how dare you not the the Ice Horse? Give the kid some credit, huh? The Ice Horse. Yeah. What is that actually a nickname? Yeah. The Ice Horse, Michael Chavis. Yeah, man. He uh he really locked on to that Red Sox first base job and really couldn't even beat Francie Cordero, who can't catch a ball for or it, Bo- or but, Bobby Dalback. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Red Sox. I mean, they they were so bad at that position. They thought. Bring in Eric Hosmer was a good idea. So let's, I mean, jokes on Dave Dombrowski. Wait, he's hes not there. It's Heim Bloom. Um, <laughs> anyway, here we go. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh's not doing much. Um, no. I don't know. Dak Allen, I mean, he could probably knife through this lineup. Probably a good fantasy pickup or a DFS play if you're interested in that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, Vanderbilt legend Tyler Beattie. He's not going to have a good time. He really hasn't had a good career. Uh he had a few stints with San Francisco, got released this past year. Now he's with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh I look BD's had a somewhat of an okay season. He's at a three eight nine ERA right now. Not too bad, but two minus two twenty-five is gigantic for Zach Gallon. Zach Gallen and the weird Arizona Diamondbacks. Gallon's pitched well this year, but the Diamondbacks overall are not great.
1: Yeah, uh, he has pitched well. The D-backs are very interesting because they said that they were moving Mark Melanson out of the closer role, and uh, Ian Kennedy took a loss in a tie game in the ninth inning. And then guess who got a save today? Mark the Shark Melanson. So not really sure what's going on with there, but Those are nice two, uh, to two two former Yankee guys right there. Little little do people know Tyler, uh-huh. yeah. I, I didn't, but Tyler Joseph Beatty from Worcester, Massachusetts, by the way, uh, great spot to drive through. I'm uh, not sure if you want to do much else there, uh, but another Vandy boy, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, my MBA alma maters that have made it to this league. Um, And unfortunately, he's not putting on for the doors like I'd like to. Next, we'll go San Francisco at San Diego, which. Would have probably been the series spotlight if we did that on Mondays. But uh, as the veterans of this podcast and our our loyal listeners know, that's a Friday thing. Um, Right. And unfortunately, where we sit right now, uh, not a lot for the Giants to play for at this point. And the Padres are certainly going to be licking their wounds if they get swept in Los Angeles, especially all those columns coming out, how big Juan Soto move, Brandon Drury coming in, the Padres, despite being 12 games back, are putting a little heat on the Dodgers. I think that has been squashed quite a bit. Um, but I guess where you take the Giants right now, two games under 500. Like I I think the uh the season has kind of sailed for them so far, unless they get really hot. Uh we got Alex Wood and the Giants visiting Blake Snell, who's been pretty good lately, but is very tough to trust. Snell currently a minus one sixty-one home favorite over under is eight. Um, what do you think about Alex Wood? Cause I feel like the, the Padres offense has gotten a lot stronger with these additions, but we haven't seen much from it, uh, since the trade deadline. Yeah, th- that is
0: definitely something to think about. And for the people at home that might want to just take the favorites here and Blake Snell, Snell has pitched pretty well in his last three starts against the Mets on July 23rd. He let him just, he didn't have a run, excuse me. Uh, five innings, no earned runs against the Twinkies in his next start, one earned run, struck out seven in six innings, and then against the Rockies in his last start on August 3rd, six innings, one earned run, nine strikeouts. Those last two starts are not typical starts out of Blake Snell. He's throwing in 12, 11, and 12 strikeout games going six, five, and six innings, but that's not a consistent theme. Three straight starts, very solid. Uh, maybe this could be another game for the Padres here. And I, I look at the Padres lose this game against the Giant against the Dodgers on Sunday night baseball, which you people at home would be listening would know the outcome already. If they lose this game, Griff, I think this is a huge, this is a big, big uh game for the Padres playing in division team. Uh, the Giants are still trying to play for something, which we all know. I think it's out of the question now. And Padres need a W going back home. I would say maybe lean that way, but um, I
1: wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad at you if you went the other way as well. There is a big atmosphere, big environment in San Diego at Petco, so I, I would. I feel like I mean, most teams obviously have a huge, huge advantage of batting last. That's a, a, a like a legitimate in the rules advantage of being the home team. But um, I, I think there's a, a good good thing going for them there. Good mojo going. The Padres need it as Cody Bellinger gets another hit. Uh, I guess the Padres are his good luck charm. Um, Toronto, no, it's Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo is the good luck charm. They're four and zero since he acquired them. Yeah, uh, um, that night, number nineteen prospect totally worth it. Um, when you probably should have just given a bag of baseballs. Uh, next we'll go Toronto at Baltimore in the AL. We got Yusei Kikuchi, who's fresh off the IL and has been pretty good. Not going deep into starts, but he's been certainly competitive and uh, putting up some zeros. And he's visiting, and his team are visiting, the Baltimore Orioles and Jordan Lyles, who I saw live in Arlington, knifing through a pretty poor Rangers lineup on Tuesday night. Uh, Kikuchi minus 141 favorite on the road, which is saying something, considering how hot the Orioles have been. Over under is nine. Um, what do you think about the uh, the O's right now? I mean, they're sneaking up on those uh, wild card spots if they're not even in them because – They're two games behind the Rays, looking hot. I mean, the schedule's been nice to them lately, but still. I'm liking the Orioles in this one. I just saw a
0: photo of a jam-packed house in Baltimore this past weekend, and it's so nice to see that. The Orioles are getting in the right groove. They're playing a lot better baseball. They are 7-3 and in their last 10. They are sneaking up. In this division, four games over five hundred. I know Jordan Lyles isn't the best
1: pitcher in the world. I'm trying to look up his stats before we uh, go any further. Here he he's got word. he's got good stuff. He he can get out of jams. Um, he does when he's bad, he's bad like a lot of pitchers. But I feel like he's had a pretty se- steady year so far. And even though the Orioles traded away Jorge Lopez, they they still have a lot in that bullpen. They do, and, and I, you and I, we absolutely love
0: that pen. And Lyle's this year uh, leads the league in game starts. He also leads the league in hits allowed with 137 hits allowed in 124 innings, but the ERAs are on 4-4, 8-8 record, 104 strikeouts. Lyle's is a veteran pitcher, 12 years in the league, 30, 31 years old. Uh, he he knows what his job is His role is not going to be a big time strikeout guy Trying to get the ground ball here The Blue Jays can be a swing and miss kind of team Free swinging We have Vladdy in there Springer loves to swing the bat early in the count as well But I, I might lean the Jordan Lionels and Baltimore Orioles Uh, I might lean that way uh, as the underdog at plus 130 So we might be talking about this a little later in the show, Griff Ooh,
1: I mean, I, I lean the same way, Underdog, home underdog or nothing. Uh, Kikuchi's been been pretty good since he came off the IL, so maybe he was a little more, more injured than we thought. Um, but, you know, Jordan Lyles, I mean, say what you will about him. He's going to have a tough matchup with the Jays, who just have such a long lineup that just keeps swinging. Um, but he does have the great wall of Baltimore that might uh, save him some home runs in left field. Next we'll go to the West Coast, the uh, Angels – of anaheim and jose suarez is visiting the oakland athletics cole urban who's been really hot this year uh, especially against the astros um uh, urban's a minus 119 favorite at home over under is seven um do you think these two teams are uh similar now i mean the records aren't that different but um they're actually they're five games apart so it's not exactly next door but um far below the mason dixon line so what do you think about this one? Do you think Cole Irvin can uh, keep uh, using his smoke and mirrors low K rate and still putting up zeros? I think so. The Angels are another team that are
0: big free swingers. You have a lot of guys in that team that love to just try to swing and hit the long ball. It's honestly embarrassing that I know we're in the month of August. I know we know how bad this Angel team is, but come on. The A's are are home under home favorites, Griff. Kind of being better. If you're an Angels fan, sorry, I know you guys are listening out there, but uh, you got to be pissed at your at upper management. You got to be pissed at your players for playing this poorly. And now we're in August, where clearly both teams aren't in it. But as Griff says all the time, the double A A's are the home favorites against. The LA Angels, that's embarrassing. And who's who's more of a double A? So you mentioned AAA Nationals. Are they AAA? Are they double A?
1: I mean, there's a bunch of double A teams competing in this uh, supposedly quadruple A league. So I don't know. But Cole Irvin to to tie a bow on that. um, Easy for me to say, but he's got six really good starts in a row, all quality starts with looks like two earned runs or less in six straight. Uh, against the Angels, which he just did, took a loss in a very tight one last week. It's like, this is probably a pitching rematch because it always seems to be. Uh, but has been really good against the Astros. Three of those last six starts were against the Astros, and and I mean, and one of those is against the the Toronto Blue Jays as well. So he's got something working. I'm not sure what it is. I'm not sure if the sticky substances are coming back for him or something like that. But uh, he doesn't get a lot of strikeouts, but he seems to survive. And unfortunately the angel lineup is not great. I do like Jose Suarez though. I feel like he's able to get outs uh, and then we'll move. Dude, so, the, hold on. The, the A's ahead. have a, the A's have a one, two punch <laughs> Paul
0: Blackburn and Cole Irvin. That's the DeGrom Scherzer for the A's. So
1: look at that. Maybe the A's got something going. Who knows? Yeah. And Danny Jimenez is, is fresh off the IL, just uh, mowing guys down. Next we'll go. And I guess this is the last game on the card. Yankees uh, at Seattle. James and Tyone at Logan Gilbert. Currently Tyone, a minus one eighteen road favorite. Um, which says something based on how the Yankees performed this weekend. Uh what are your thoughts as our, our resident uh Yankeeologist?
0: I like that Yankeeologist. That was very good on that was good. Job. Uh was
1: it's fun. sorry, it is uh patented. You can't use it on any New York radio broadcast. I just invented it. Well, I'll give you the credit. Um <laughs>
0: I was very disappointed this weekend. It was a tough series against the St. Louis Cardinals. Clay Holmes blowing the game. You got um, opportunities to score runs, guys in the bullpen. There's a few guys that showed that maybe they're going to be bigger roles throughout the season. Abreu is going to be a big role in that bullpen. Effers had a a few opportunities, got uh, the job done. Uh Lou Trevino did okay, but what was the problem was this weekend was the offense. You, you judge had four RBIs today, and they still lost. That's tough. you losing five straight, and you have the Mariners and the Cardinals back-to-back tough series, and now they're going to face the Seattle Mariners again. Logan Gilbert isn't some guy that's gonna, you're going to push around. He throws hard. He has a, a great four-five-pitch mix. Tyone, he needs to be a stopper here, which is kind of sad because Tyon. Yes, the ten and two record is is nice to see, but I I think I think he's like in the top five of most uh run like uh, I can't think of how to phrase this right whenever he's pitching in games they score a ton of runs
1: run him. support he gets a lot of runs thank you I,
0: I'm I'm running on like four hours of sleep as well so I can't figure I can't put two couple words together yes he has I think he's in the top five top ten when it comes to run support and that's why his record is so nice the 396 era I wish it was a little bit lower but I, I'm gonna be very be very cautious on these new New York Yankees right now I would be very cautious in this series Seattle has had some bright moments this last few weeks or so. And to start off the series with Logan Gilbert is very important against the Yankees, who are, you know, 71 team. The Mets just became another 71 team today. So, uh, yeah, I don't know why I needed to add that 71, because I think I just saw the Mets 71 total just now. But you can well, tell I'm and... a little
1: frustrated on how this Yankee team has been the last few weeks, yeah, in the last sure. five games. Coincidentally, the uh, Astros, I think, are at 70 now as well. So there's some company there for those once-vaunted New York Yankees. I do think this is going to be a tough trip for them. Any East Coast team going west, it's never comfortable. Uh, Body clocks are all off and things of that nature. Mariners did just have a doubleheader yesterday with the Angels, though, so that's probably good for the Yankees to catch them a little weary. They're staying home, which is certainly an advantage. I'm not sure if I said the prices on this one – Currently tie on minus 118 road favorite over under seven and a half. Um, and you might be hearing something from me on this one. But, uh, without further ado, um am going to use uh, promo code grounder10. $10 off for all listeners of this podcast for any site purchase on pregame.com. Could be my picks, which come out usually every night or early morning uh, or any of our other handicappers, especially as... The NFL season is rolling around. You certainly want to be locked and loaded and uh, seeing the good stuff that's coming out of pregame.com. Again, the promo code is grounder10 for $10 off. Uh, use it. Buy some picks. Hopefully you find some winners uh, under under the Christmas tree in uh, the middle of August. Um, and with that said, uh, we did have an 0-2 on our best bets last weekend, or I guess on Friday. Um, we haven't had one of those for a while, um, so we're trying not to keep that or make that a streak. Um and I think we're shooting for two and zero as Chris Taylor just robs absolutely everything. Um, <laughs> uh, since you're since you're the hotter of two of us right now, uh, Taylor, why don't you give us your best bet? Um, to start. Okay, so I'm gonna roll with my best
0: bet. Drum roll, please. I'm going to take the home underdog. At plus 130, the Baltimore Orioles and Jordan Lyles. I like Jordan Lyles in this matchup. And look, Kikuchi, he was on the IL. His last two starts against the Tigers and the Rays were, eh, okay. He's got a three-year since those, those past two starts. Nine innings, striking out 10, one a record in those last two starts. Okay. There was something clearly wrong with Kikuchi, and then he put him on the IL. Uh, because prior to that, 512 ERA hasn't been good this year. Uh He was signed for, I think, a sizable amount of money in the offseason. Was it last year they got Kikuchi? Am I correct? Uh, this year, this season. This year, okay. But, look, I, li- I like how the Orioles have been playing. Jordan Lyles has pitched really well in his last couple starts against the Rays. And, of course, the Ranger game you went to, he struck out seven Rangers in sixth and third innings pitched. That's pretty he's incredible he's for good. a Jordan Lyle start. Correct. Uh, yeah, he really has only had a, a few bad starts in his, in his, since, like, June. You know, a couple of one-run games versus the Twins, versus the Angels. Seven innings against the Cubbies. A two runs there. So, he's serviceable. I, I'm looking forward to how the Baltimore bullpen goes against this really good offense for the Toronto Blue Jays. But I'm going to take the road. The road. I'm sorry. The f- home underdog i'm rolling on three hours of sleep now uh at minus at plus 130 baltimore orioles plus it was
1: it was four it's now three orioles plus 130 is taylor's best bet thank for this you. show i'm sorry thank you monday august 8th as we record on sunday i have show. three august. jobs guys i have three jobs i work weekends and
0: i enjoyed this podcast out of all three jobs all the other two jobs so i'm just
1: trying to get some more w's for the pod that's what we're trying to do here Ladies, Let's go or ladies and gentlemen, or this, is, this is Taylor Ringold's favorite job. Glad that you could be a part of it. Uh, I'm going to go for my best bet, as I just hinted to, probably not so uh, innocently, to the Seattle Mariners and Logan Gilbert, a plus 108, plus 108 home underdog. We're just doing a lot of home dogs. Hopefully they're barking on Monday night. What? You probably aren't rooting for me because you want the Yankees to win, which is fine. Uh, but Logan Gilbert, you know, he's had a little bit of uh some cracks in the, in the foundation lately. I, I still think his slider is really good. The one he added in the offseason. it's made him a, the pitcher that he is that's been able to stay in the rotation this whole season. And he's been really successful. I think Jameson Tyone has a gaudy record, as you mentioned, but he's, uh, he's the, the pitcher in that rotation or, or one of them, I guess, Domingo Herman as well, that I feel like are, are, are pretty ripe for the picking at this point. Uh, Seattle's got the advantage of playing at home, also staying home. While the Yankees had a really tough series and had to kind of lick their wounds today, giving up 12 runs or so. To the St. Louis Cardinals had a tough series, got swept, and uh, now they got to keep flying west for a late game, different body clocks, all that sort of stuff. So I'll take the Mariners plus 108 at home. You can follow me on Twitter, the real underscore G Warner. Uh, also same on Instagram. Um, and if you have any questions, thoughts, theories, uh, I've got a bunch of soccer pods coming out, both through pregame and my my own. Um, so if you want to interact with me anyway, there DMs are always open. Send me what you got, uh, Taylor. Your turn. Get us out of here. All right, kiddos. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Taylor
0: Ringgold, and you guys can follow me on Instagram as well, Taylor Ringgold in the search bar. There, got a couple home dog best bets for you for Monday's pod appreciate everyone stopping by listening on this monday episode we will catch you guys on wednesday fan questions recap our best bets and a lot more on wednesday we hope you have a great monday have a good drive into work listen to us give us a review subscribe let us know how we did we'll talk to you guys on wednesday
1: woof woof